Welcome to the People Persons Paper Podcast, the show where we are going chronologically through every episode of the NBC sitcom The Office, following the characters and the stories, and having a darn good time rewatching it as always. Mm-hmm. I am one of your two hosts of the show, Hilton Price. With me, as always, is my co-host Brian Sittler. Yes, I am the other host. Thank the you. other host. Yes. Two hosts on this fine program. Assistant to the regional host. It did, uh, <laughs> but uh, that could change. Yeah. We really, <laughs> man, did we miss an opportunity by not just having you start this one? Maybe but this should have been the one. Nah, yeah, this could have been the one because this is like a whole. All timer. Things for are me. changing. Yeah, right. Things are flipping. Yeah, this is. Uh, yeah, that would go very well with this one. That would have worked so well. Tumultuous day at Dunder Mifflin. Man. Oh, love the tumult. Uh, this week we are happy to welcome back one of our favorite guests, uh, comedian, actor, writer, screenwriter Landry Miller. Welcome, tumult sir. Shop. Yeah. Welcome, yeah. Sir. Tumult shop. Yeah. Tumult shop. Yeah. Tumult shoppy. Nice the shop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good to be here. Thanks for coming back. Yeah, yeah you know, you got to come back to the things. Landry, of, of course, one of the uh, founders of Channel Four and a Half, the site that uh, hosts our fine little podcast. He burst our show. And uh, the channel's got some growth happening in the days and weeks ahead. We're going to see even more. Lots uh, of growths. Really? Growths. Yeah. Uh-oh. Well, hopefully it's a good kind. Uh, you know, you never know. <laughs> you never know this early. <laughs> cool. Well, I already like the new uh, uh, Digital Intercourse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just launched with uh, our Very friend awesome. Tom King and uh, Lauren Turner. Yeah, uh, and of I'll course, keep an eye out for that. Yeah, and your ears out for it too. Uh, Michael Zampino and Cam Porter styling and profiling still on the channel. Opinions Most like a holes, of course, uh, going strong. And, and do we still have back episodes of the Lost Sock podcast and the oh, la- yeah. Laundry Room? And... Oh yeah, all all that is still on there. Um, cool. You can find. All the shows, yeah. all the episodes of everything that's yeah. come out over the Just, past almost two years. So yeah, over really over two hundred hours of, of podcasts, probably closing in on three hundred. Oh, yeah, at this point, probably so. Yeah, that so, yeah. many. So just uh, that's l- awesome. Y- couple years of some great work by some uh, creative folks, most of which who we had a chance to sit down with, and a few uh, we may never. Uh, may never. Ryan, Ryan Green, I'm talking <laughs> to you, buddy. Oh, so I see. I, I don't come on. I think now. he's I made it clear he doesn't want to be on. So we've invited him. He's, he's made it clear he does want to be on. Doesn't. Does not. Yeah. Oh my. I don't know. Maybe okay. he does. Wow. Well, I'll find out. But I don't know. who does want to be here Fingers is, of course, uh, you and. Uh, uh, well, that others. was never uh, defined. <laughs> you who showed up at the wrong time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but anyway, this week we are talking about episode three of season three, The Coup. The Coup. A dynamic episode where the wonderful episode power struggle at Dunder Mifflin is at an all-time high. Ooh. This is breaking ground for me, I think. This is a breaking ground episode. Oh, yeah? How's I that? I don't know, in greatness. Just, I don't know. It's, it, it's a tour de force for me. I love it, it. It is a good one. I mean, we get some the really... The opening is amazing. Yeah. Number one. Well, anytime you're going to bring Varsity Blues into something. <laughs> yeah. You know, really and couple it with the concept of entourage. It's a, Yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, that moment when, when Michael talks yeah. about entourage, and he just says it in that, that full-on character. I remember seeing a comment on YouTube I thought was interesting. It's like... I doubt Steve Carell actually watched Entourage. Yeah. Oh, right. Or even yeah. Michael, perhaps. Maybe he really didn't watch it that much. Yeah. But he just had an idea about it. Of how yeah. that was cool. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, yeah, that's probably He's like, right. This is what the cool guys watched. Right. Yeah. Right. Because who who describes Entourage like that, that you know who watches Entourage? They wouldn't say, Entourage! Yeah, he, I mean, I don't yeah. know. Just to me, I don't he, think He's would. describing Entourage like he doesn't know Goodfellas very well. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, like, I felt like it was just, there's multiple levels of, of lack of understanding on that. Sure, certainly. And I, I love <laughs> so my... So keeping with this character then, basically. Mm-hmm. Well, in this episode, and this episode, that scene has one of the first moments where he gives that look to, I'm assuming, the crew off off camera. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's the first of a lot of really good looks we get in this episode. The, char- the, oh. the, the actors Expression. working with the camera, working with those silent moments was mm-hmm. really strong. I was thinking episode. what you say about space and, yeah. and using space economically. Yeah. Perfect example of it with they, a lot of silence just with a lot of movement and mm-hmm. face expressions and oh yeah and a lot of just breath there was a yeah. lot of breath yeah. heard in this episode especially oh, yeah. Dwight's Which, breath this is the first yeah. episode i felt like um and i might be wrong but this is the one i felt like was when they moved from it being a television show into 
either like a cartoon or a stage play. Okay. Because it yeah. was so, it became so cartoonish and over the top in right. every way of like, yeah. like uh, theater and stuff like that is all about, and cartoons is all about sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a lot of silence and breathing. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of, there was a lot of sobbing at one point. But, you know, there was a lot mm-hmm. of these different sound effects. And, and a lot uh, of, and over yeah. the top, big facial expressions and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. this is a big turn for the show because then it, that continued on, obviously. Yeah, yeah they kind of, yeah. Show, but, and, yeah. And big moments of, of, of volume, too. Like like Michael's, I know, yeah. I know, Dwight. It was almost yeah. Shakespearean. Yeah, yeah. it was. And no, with the power yeah. struggles and everything, too. They mentioned that. Apparently, the cast members mentioned that. Oh, I was really? reading that on Wiki. Um, they thought uh, uh, Angela was basically like uh, Lady Macbeth. Yeah. Uh, because she was... she. She's uh, trying to like. She puts those machinations into order. Yeah, you know? uh, yeah, and, uh, an ambitious woman who exerts her influence in an evil way over her husband. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. So in that mm-hmm. way, that's how she. But the whole thing is and, kind of that way. It, and it, it it really was, and I love that 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 this whole plot is really pushed into action by her and him <laughs> responding to her because she, he's into her. He wants to right. do what she wants. You and, know? Yeah, and there was a lot more. Um, I don't know if you have anything on the deleted scenes for this episode. I did read through them recently. Yeah, yeah, because I, I, yeah. I remember uh, well, the first time I watched the show, I watched them through the DVDs, mm-hmm. and I watched with the deleted scenes. And I remember there being a scene, and I always forget that it's not in the final cut, which oh. she's talking to Dwight. Uh, and she's like, you should take over the brand. It was like a like longer even more version. like a longer. Really? Okay, yeah. yeah, I think nice. I remember that on the more, list. <clears throat> yeah, so it was just extended. Yeah, yeah, but it was a lot more like pushy into doing yeah. it. Yeah, there's one deleted scene, real quick. Uh, that apparently it's it's Creed's reaction to Dwight becoming manager, or, yeah. Twi- or like it's I don't know what the yeah. whole scene is, but oh, I I need to see that because I have the DVDs now. There is the deleted scene where they're like, you need to uh, where Dwight was like, you need to fire Meredith. And start charging Creed rent, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then it goes to Creed, and he's like, he's like, oh yeah, I spend like, yeah, I li- I spend four nights four a week nights a week here under my and desk. Then the other three are in Toronto. They don't know about that job. <laughs> <laughs> that's a totally been in this episode. That's a great yeah. Creed. Yeah, that's moment. another one. Oh. That they, yeah. The only the only real Creed moment we got this episode was that sort of creepy one where you're staring at Pam. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> only Creed, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> only Creed. Yeah, Get away and, with that one. and the deleted scenes is another one where Kevin walks up and does that. Too. Yeah, really? he, he's like looking at her. Ne- I read it. He's looking at her neckline, oh, Pam's yeah, neckline, yeah. and she's kind of, you know, uh, definitely annoyed by it. Yeah, yeah. but I think I, I think it was good enough with just the Creed. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's a, that's a good thing too is is we got another episode that really has three storylines going through which mm-hmm. we're seeing more and more because mm-hmm. we've got uh, the coup of course we've got Pam's uh, uh, outfit and the response there which is right. probably the the thinnest of the three plots yeah. sure and then of course in Scranton we've got Call of Duty yeah you know Stanford. Uh, Stanford, thank yes. you. Yeah, yeah. It's all good. Uh, so, yeah. so yeah, over in Stanford, they're playing Call of Duty, and Jim, of course, is terrible. Despite the fact that it, Eagle Eye viewers have pointed out, we know Jim has played Call of Duty, because in the episode oh. with the party at his house, it's... there's a box for it on his desk. Yeah, really? Yeah, it's one of the the earliest like plot holes that the show's had. Wow. So how ran how that specific game too? How random is that? Yeah, yeah, and That's I, I so funny they. And it makes sense, too, because you think about how ideas get introduced. You know, the writers are probably, like, one of them's got to be familiar with the game, you know, and, and introducing the storyline. And when it comes time to do yeah. props, that's a big game. So to have something to throw on a desk makes sense to have a, a – to get an easy prop like that. Oh, yeah. Right? So, super easy. Yeah. Yeah, it's just sort of an afterthought. In, or, in 2006 yeah. or whatever this that's was. That's what yeah. was hot. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just their own. So one thing we didn't cover in the opening was the movie Monday. Mm-hmm. Varsity Blues fun and what the and how they kind of how they, I noticed that the what Stanford does is still wasting time. Oh yeah, that's mm-hmm. great. Yeah, and it's just uh you know but maybe because Jan liked Josh like she wouldn't care or she would say oh yeah it is a team building thing or something like that I could just picture that right. in my head. Well, well, she obviously hates Michael. I get it. And but. for a character who has been played as a straight man so far, I'm talking about Josh. Yeah. Uh, Josh in Stanford has been played as a straight guy, the business minded. There's a reason why Michael in his buffoonery is played off against him. Mm-hmm. And I love this episode because you see that moment when he pulls 
Andy and Jim in the conference yeah, room, yeah. and he freaks out a little. Yeah. And, and we finally <laughs> see weirdo Josh the way uh, we see so many weirdo characters in the show. I like that. I love that line. Yeah. You can't snipe in Carrington. <laughs> Jim, <laughs> Jim. Saboteur. That guy was actually a comedian, or like a, he was a comedian as well. That really? he had an actor, apparently. Wasn't he on like uh, on Whose Line Is It Anyway? Something like that. Okay. I'm not sure exactly, but he was yeah, definitely. I think I remember that. He was a friend of theirs in the comedian uh, in yeah. that world. Yeah. 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 But uh, no, that was funny. And of course, that. Andy, Andy takes over that scene yeah. with the saboteur yeah, and I'm going to kill you for real. The game is over. Yeah. <laughs> the game is over. So now we get to see Andy a little more uh, more unhinged Yeah, as we'll come to see. That that just escalates and escalates and escalates until we, yeah. Scranton. Well, in Scranton. Well, and that's been the big thing they've been trying to introduce like with him kicking the, the wastebasket, you know. And, yeah. And uh, we, we knew he was a little bit of a lunatic just in the way he was talking about women and tuna and, you know. It's, uh, <laughs> women and tuna. <laughs> And Andy, Andy of, Bernard story. <laughs> and of course, like, you know, being as repeat viewers, knowing what we're going to see in seasons uh, six, seven, eight, nine with Andy, mm-hmm. you know, to see this character introduced again is just such an interesting experience. Really you know? Yeah, he's one of those few characters that you can see him the like moment he's introduced and then you can see him years later and you go, oh, this is the same person where a lot of times the characters evolve so much that you're like. Oh, that's almost nothing like how they were in their beginning. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Uh, Ryan that's Howard. Very interesting. Yeah. PJ Novak's Ryan Howard, a perfect example of a character who's completely oh, yeah. different by the end of the show. Who's scared his first episode of like, what, what the hell am yeah. I have I gotten myself into? Uh-huh. And then it's just like an evil villain. <laughs> yeah. They just flip him so quick because yeah. he's all, he hardly, he didn't, say, he didn't say a word in this episode. He just looks f- afraid. There's about four or five shots of him just being like, yeah. What? Oh, yeah. Yeah. With the whole Michael, you know, when he goes gangster on Dwight, mm-hmm. and or tries to, and then and then he goes really ballistic at the end. All he sees Ryan's just like. <laughs> well, and you get um, once Ryan stops being the viewpoint character, they started playing with him, and and yeah. and, and once yeah, that yeah. happened, I, I I really think that was the character that each season they just rolled some dice. You know, they wrote like hipster on one side, yeah. you know, <laughs> corporate guy on the other. Where know. could this guy go? Hmm. Guy whose office is between the bathrooms at one point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he really moves That's around the whole damn yeah. place. Yeah. That's right. Uh, and uh, with the, it's funny reading on the Stan, Stanford uh, goings on with Jim and Karen. Like there, it, there were people having like serious psychological problems because they, they felt like it was it was totally wrong that he wasn't with Pam. Oh, of course, mm. you know. And they didn't want to like Karen from like the get-go. <laughs> yeah. It seems to me <laughs> like but she was a pretty likable character. She was a likable character. I mean, I, I thought she was funny and yeah. it was good for the show. But I agree. I, I really like her. That's why they brought her back later on. Yeah. And that one yeah. in the in the what where were they all uh, Utica? The tour, Utica. Yeah. <clears throat> the Utica yeah. episode. Yeah, the uh, the one where the the guys travel to Utica. She also shows up in Threat Level Midnight. Yeah, uh, so mm, so we definitely right. see her again. Yeah, and, and really they did a great job, like you say, of making her likable, of making her someone we want to know uh, more about, and yeah. and especially in the final scene where they have a silent interaction. Mm-hmm. They have a Jim and Pam interaction. Yeah. Right, and you're like, yeah. oh, no. Yeah. Here we go. And that's the thing. There's no Jim and Pam in this episode. It's the first one. Yeah. There's really no Jim There's and Pam nothing. direct. Kind of maybe because in uh, may, no, except yeah. when he mentions her, except when he mentions her, when he's talking about pretendinitis. Yeah, which is funny. Oh my god, that's one of my favorite parts too. And that's another good moment too. The the, the way that he looks off, thinks about it, has has it pop into his head. We have those moments. Per, yeah, he did. He sold that really well. Yeah, we see them yeah, thinking yeah. in this so much, which is fun. And I mean, the show's built around stuff like that. Obviously, it's not yeah. the first time there's been reaction shots and and or 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 those moments where they glance glance at the camera. But right. it's just really done well here and. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a cast that is as fractured as it is at this point, both in terms of the, the geography of Jim being out at Stanford and what that's done for the Michael-Jim dynamic, the Pam-Jim dynamic, the Dwight-Jim dynamic, we've got that literal fractioning happening with Dwight and Michael, and we got Michael pretending to be a, a freaking mob boss through <laughs> yeah. half the episode. <laughs> yeah, God love him. They're, it's really just neat storytelling at this point. You know? Hell yeah, and, uh, and kudos to Paul Lieberstein for writing it. Wow, AKA really? Toby. Oh, Toby, yeah. yeah. Nice. Greg Daniels actually directed this. That's why I think okay. it looks so oh, okay. damn good. I was gonna say, yeah, because yeah, th- there was a lot of shots that I was like, uh, especially when they were in that diner. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, I was like, oh, this is shot like uh, extraordinarily well, like more than usual. Like, yeah, uh, that like, extra care was taken. Yeah, that's that, cool. It was like the blur of the set, and then Jan's head was like really the only thing. Yeah, and then there was like mm-hmm. a giant like. Uh, 
some kind of stand of some kind, like a jukebox maybe. I don't remember what it was, like between okay. with in the shot with Dwight. And I was like, right. oh, they really uh, – <laughs> This is they're shooting this like a movie. Yeah, they were episode. able to deep focus. Like, like in... this, they yeah, they did mm-hmm. a lot in this one that's that they great. don't normally do. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and it, and for those moments, I mean, that scene in the in the diner is both hilarious and intense, and it, yeah. it it's and Rain Wilson acts through that like a champ. Yeah. <laughs> so good. The cutting the food while the you know like <laughs> I want the, the bridge he... and I await your decision. You know. <laughs> So declarative, mm-hmm. and he's so good just being disgusting and eating things. Yeah, it was just another yeah. perfect. It's like he got all the food, and that was that was it. It's all for me, all for me. Yeah, I just love that. But... All for me. Because <laughs> <laughs> why the hell would Jan get it? <laughs> she yeah. she yeah. must be gone like ten minutes ago. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and now she's being forced to sit there through his meal. I love that. Like, like they've been sitting there for before this conversation starts. Yeah, right? he, he ordered. He had to order. So yeah. they've been sitting there for who knows how long before this. Which also is really funny to me, the idea of every time they do off-location stuff uh, and they go out into the world, I, I always like to imagine like the conversation that the film crew has to have with the play of like, mm-hmm. hey, we're from PBS, we're shooting this document- documentary, right. mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it's just <laughs> Dwight being so intense towards this lady, and they're like, what is happening in this move, like this thing you're shooting? I know. <laughs> this man's concerned. eating four plates. And yelling aggressively at this woman. Yeah. <laughs> what in the world's happening? <laughs> this woman clearly looks like she's suffering trauma. Yeah. And you guys are just filming it. Yeah. <laughs> no one's going to help this lady? So, this is a documentary? So why are you filming this again? Yeah. What? what? <laughs> yeah, I just have always found that in my head. That's my favorite thing to do is just to imagine that mm-hmm. scenario. I'm going to do that more. That yeah. sounds like fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just those little in-between. Well, the more I think about this story now, it's more the – I start thinking about realistic things like – like they're in Stanford. When's the when's that Bob Vance gonna come around? Like when's that per, when's that you know somebody who knows can get like advertising or something? Yeah, yeah right. You know, you start thinking about weird things like that. Like, but you know, it wasn't gonna last because yeah. they needed Jim to get Jim's ass back in the office. Yeah, eventually. Yeah, and Stanford is two camera angles. Right. Have you ever noticed that? Mm-hmm. It's just no. it's oh yeah, just one long shot to Josh's office, and then the other that's just the three of them working, and that's all you really ever see of that place. But yeah. I like that because yeah. that also oh, yeah. mm-hmm. it, it also talks to me like the crew they wanted to keep following Jim, but they couldn't send everybody. Right. But yeah. they were also just like, well, yeah. we have you know a couple yeah. people. And yeah. That's yeah. It. yeah. That is interesting, yeah, because I'm always like, every time someone goes off to do something, they still have multiple camera angles. I'm like, how many people work for this film crew? Yeah. How spread out is this crew <laughs> yeah. today, you know? They're just like, well, yeah. guys, I don't know if that we'll ever be back. <laughs> <laughs> well, they did the New York stuff live, I remember, first. Oh, and yeah, then yeah. I think later on, they actually did green screen. And it was kind of a bummer to see oh, yeah. that, actually, because it oh, reminded yeah. me of Valentine's Day. I'm like, oh, man. like, Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, I loved you in New York. You're great. Like, yeah. Uh, there's some scenes, uh, especially in the later seasons in Florida, where there's some real bad green screen. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah it was it, upsettingly bad. Yeah. It, it was. It's, yeah. been, a while. it's yeah. been a while for me. I, the, so, the one that always I've... stands out to me is, is years from now, we'll see Erin uh, um, and Andy are in Florida at that old lady's house. Mm-hmm. And there's some and shots where Erin's talking yeah. out front. Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 I I do wonder how much like like how much was the budget for this documentary about right. these people in the office because yeah. I mean they spent have to go in what nine, nine years. years following these people around every day. Well, and did we ever find out how long the actual documentary in show was? Because they only, they came back a year later after it started airing, right? Yeah, Is that what it was. So yeah, it would have been like a six part series, bro- like, exactly. probably. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So they didn't know. So the audience, because I always thought in my head, like, oh, I'm watching what existed in their world, like yeah, what right. after it was started playing, is like what I was watching, and I was like, but that wouldn't fit. There's way uh-huh. more than just. They would have to be doing like an episode a night for a year. <laughs> right. You know, exactly. To get yeah. through, to get through it all in to that just time frame. That, yeah. And that much content. I mean, it's it, why it's not one of these Ken Burns documentaries at 16 parts or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there, there's no good reason. You know, <laughs> it, it, it needs to be two of those, maybe even. <laughs> well, it's just the basic plots. Part. I mean, how yeah. do you, so was the, Scranton. was the Angela Dwight, Andy love triangle one episode, you know, <laughs> 
That's, that's a lot to right. cram in. Yeah. Yeah. You missed some good stuff, I gotta say, if that's the way it went down. I feel like Creed would have never made the cut, you know? And I, oh, that, yeah, no, that's for just sure. Cruel, you know? I would say Meredith only would because of being hit by a car, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's the only thing that would make it in, because they're like, well, we have to put that in, even if it makes no sense. Yeah. Creed's but, trust in the camera crew is, is amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he just basically incriminates himself the yeah, whole time. Maybe, maybe that's why it took him so long for us to actually see Creed, is because he just was like, oh, well, these guys seem like they're... They're around for a while, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's why he went on the lamb. He was, yeah. yeah. He was like, "All right, I'm done. Everybody yeah. knows. Got to mm-hmm. create the new Creed." Yeah, <laughs> man, we no, miss you, we... Creed. Come back, to yeah. Tulsa. Come back, please. Uh, Melora Harden, of course, killed it in this episode um, again. From when she first shows up and is immediately just going off on Michael about movie Monday. Oh, perfect. Yeah. To oh. her utter hatred of every second she spends with Dwight. <laughs> <laughs> just talk to Michael so we don't have to talk to each other. <laughs> we don't have to talk to each other. The best is when, when she says, who's this? And he says, Dwight Schrute. And she immediately sighs. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> yeah, you remember he called her in what, healthcare, I think. Yeah. Uh, oh, like, that's right. Who is this? <laughs> it's like, done that, been there, done that. Please don't call me. <laughs> and and then how well, like... He, she hates the fact that he does it, but the fact that the Liz Claiborne and Taylor, yeah, right. she loves both of that. She buys a bunch yeah. of stuff at Claiborne. <laughs> yeah. She's going to get something out of this yeah, one way yeah. or another. And that, that just resigned after he says there's an Ann Taylor outlet near here. Just where? Yeah. <laughs> you know? I love it. He's Johnny on the spot. It was it exit 40. Yeah. He knew yeah. exactly like he calculated in his head where she would be and everything. It's kind of disturbing. Yeah. I also love the, like when he's, uh, saying what she's wearing, she's like, "How do you know that?" And he's like, "It's my job." <laughs> it's not. not. It's, it's officially, officially not. <laughs> <laughs> that I might was, be the best one. Yeah, yeah. What I do love about this show, from a writing standpoint, is a lot of shows that are in this style of like one camera, or even like the mockumentary style, is they like uh, forget about the typical sitcom punchlines. Yeah. Like they take them out and they throw them away, and then they're just like, eh, "It's funny to see people act awkward and interact." Mm-hmm. But with The Office, is like every episode is is literally packed with actual jokes. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. there's setups and there's punchlines constantly. Like they don't yeah. sacrifice that at all for character, which I love. Yeah, exactly. it's probably why it stands out among all the other shows like that. Well, probably so. And, and and a lot of times it's written so naturally that there it is a punchline, mm-hmm. but it can also be a dialogue. But it is just. Yeah, but it is just people being yeah. people. Yeah, because that moment where she she feels like she has to cut him off immediately. Yeah, uh, this, this cut off this line of thinking. Yeah. you know, it is officially not because she knows by this point that it's if you give Dwight an inch, not, yeah, well, you know? that's why she calls Michael immediately, uh-huh. and that whole conversation is comedy gold. Oh yeah, <laughs> you were at the dentist. Still stuck in dentist. <laughs> that's what we're talking about. Like it's so it's so natural yeah. <laughs> and dialogue, yeah. but it's like yeah, but it's it's Michael because <laughs> it would right. totally be him where he wouldn't he would put that together after the fact he would right. not put two and two together right and know. that's what's so perfect about this show especially Michael specifically with like the way he stumbles upon jokes is he, we literally got to see him do that in the show uh, in this episode when yeah, he was like talking about the tiger and the monkey and he's yeah. like stabbing with a stick and he says yeah what am I supposed to do move him to another branch yeah. oh and then he like <laughs> makes a look he's like very happy about it and then he just keeps going yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a little moment he, like, of just stumbles upon the pun. pun of a branch and he's like oh it's bright bright this day right up <laughs> yeah. and then he went right back to mob Michael <laughs> yeah <laughs> no no then he completely loses the whole plot yeah. in only yeah. a way that he can do it and be oh. so awesome we have no idea what it's <laughs> Is inside the tiger's head. <laughs> we don't have the technology. <laughs> That's another thing that he can do. Just like nobody else can. I, yeah. And we, we see we see a lot of Michael. What, what's so great is this is the way Steve Carell plays Michael, and and he's he's playing a character who is and he's playing it so well, and that character is playing a character. This, this yeah. mob boss, this <laughs> this tough guy he's invented, yeah. and he's playing it so terribly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was my. Uh, yeah. I I think I verbally to myself was just like, oh, he's a bad actor. Yeah. Like I heard Michael you, yeah. himself is a terrible. Which it reminded <laughs> me of the. It's a well, it's a later episode. The where they shoot the commercial. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, God, everyone in this office is a terrible actor, mm-hmm. which is so beautiful because we, from an outside perspective, are like, oh, they're such good actors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're so good that they can play bad actors. That uh-huh. is. Actually, yeah. Yeah, I heard I heard someone, heard Paul Thomas Anderson say that when he's doing yeah. Boogie Nights, um, oh, and they're doing the yeah. bad sex di- dialogue, and 
Somebody said it's hard to be a good actor, but you're you never know how good an actor you are until you can act bad. Bad, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. yeah. and I think that like this for for uh, yeah. Steve Carell and Michael is a perfect example. <laughs> yeah, because he like he's just trying so hard to play that part. Like he like even is doing like a tongue like in the bottom lip type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like like hold the way he's holding like his hands. Yeah, to, it's yeah. Like, it's like he's, he's holding like a little dime or something. He's yeah, like yeah. tossing up a rock. You know, uh-huh. like, so Freddie, you, know? <laughs> yeah. you ran you ran that mission okay. Yeah, you know, right. something. It's like you know. part of the short circuit. Yeah, when, he's, <laughs> when he sees the game, he's like. You, you ch- yeah, 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 yeah. You sold your friends out. <laughs> You're no good. <laughs> he wants to be that guy right then, and yeah. thankfully he's confronting Dwight, who's the only one he probably could get that over on oh, at this yeah, point for sure. in yeah. the show. And that's some some of the beauty of it is that whole interaction with them between the the awkward intro after the quote unquote dentist, dentist. Um, later when Michael finally explodes on him. Uh-huh. It, that scene only works in 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 in, care, in 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 story. That scene only works between those two people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No one else would respond to Michael the same way to give him the power to keep doing it bigger and bigger. And know? I love I love their shock and surprise when he does name Dwight and Stanley's just like, why Dwight? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, you're bull, you're bullshitting me, Michael. Yeah. I know it. This uh-huh. is not happening. What, what does he say? The reasoning is he's like, well, oh. he's because he never lied. He never like that's. That's it. How, how does that make him qualified to run <laughs> yeah, a branch? Yeah, right. That's all it takes. Yeah. <laughs> and then his face at it. Yeah, his little like smile. Well, all it takes. what I will say is that he does claim that Dwight's loyal multiple times to stab at him. Mm-hmm. But if you think about it, Dwight probably is the most loyal character. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, Absolutely. he spends years being just super loyal. Like even to the point that like leading up to this. Like, first of all, he had to be pushed into doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also, like, leading up to this, when they're watching the movie, like, uh, t- uh, Michael tells him to close the window blinds, and he's like, huh, I yeah. don't want to. Okay, fine, but I'll do it still. Like, yeah. Like, right. even to the tiniest detail, he's like, yeah, I'll do it. Oh, even I'll do when, whatever you ask me. Even when he's telling Jan that he has to have this meeting with her, she goes, is this about a surprise party? And he says, no, but we should talk about that. Like, yeah. he's still willing to plan Michael's surprise yeah. party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that who it was for? I like, think so. Yeah. It was, okay. I assume. I mean, so. I would assume. I guess I, I never actually say a name. But that yeah. one always kind of floated by me. Real quick. But like, like Dwight's not planning anyone else's surprise party. <laughs> but right, we should talk yeah. about that. He's not gonna plan Meredith's surprise party. I guess he does this Kelly's one year, but you know. Uh, yeah. But no. that was good. that was a good party. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh yeah. Oh, okay. It was her birthday. So I, I had to actually go back to the script that I I had to like pull up the script because I I couldn't remember if I was recalling this properly uh so when dwight uh lies to michael about going to the dentist yeah it reminded me of a thing that happened because i just have been recently rewatching, and it reminded me of something that happened the season before hmm. um and it was a talking head that michael was doing and so i had to pull up the script to make sure that i was remembering this correctly nice. uh and it was in the episode the fight Okay. Uh, when Michael and Dwight go to the karate dojo yeah. and everything. But in one of the talking heads, Michael says, I'm friends with everybody in this office. We're all best friends. I love everybody here. But sometimes your best friends start coming into work late and start having dentist appointments that aren't dentist appointments. And that oh. is when it's nice to let them know you could beat them up. <laughs> <laughs> Man, some foreshadowing. Yeah, that was exactly. Some real, it was real like, foreshadowing. Huh, it's really great. Yeah. Is Michael psychic? Who wrote? Yeah. Who wrote that episode? I'm the wondering. Fight? If, did Paul? Did Paul Lieberstein write that one? It's very possible. I wonder if that's. I the, can find out real quick. That's because that would make sense. Yeah, beat oh, them yeah. up or fire them. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. That's okay. No, no problem. He's not listed. It's He's not a, it was a. Uh, Greg Daniels. Greg James, Daniels. That's cool. To, to, Stepnitsky. Stepnitsky. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and Lee Eisenberg with it. Gotcha. Yeah. Right. Well, that's right. an awesome through story, though, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. I found that very interesting. I was like, I was like, wait a minute. I remember him talking about the dentist once. And, the dentist then, and then I remember it. Yeah. I was like, oh. Yeah. And then it turns out to be Dwight is the one that it was. Well, and I love that, too, because it makes me wonder, was that the kind of thing that they wrote that there and then came back to it later when they needed an actual plot point? Could have been. Or maybe, was it totally probably. accidental, which obviously yeah, could totally still, happen. Still w- just as beautiful. No, I want to say, say it was probably not accidental. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's I just mean, way too I would like to give them the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> I mean, Paul could have just said, okay, that's a good idea. Like, yeah. let's go there, you know. Yeah, that's and, it, very true. and then we'll blow it up into this whole Dwight megalomaniac. 
uh, Shakespearean I know this is kind of, thing. Yeah, I know this is kind of off topic of the episode itself, but I, I do find it very interesting, like the um, the relationship between the writers on the show and then the actors on the show, and how a lot of the like a few of the writers mm, are actors. Act, yeah, well, like, like and and that tends to be the ones that are in the annex. Yeah, the sure. Right. Yeah, well, they definitely made it the characters that you're not going to see yeah. constantly. You know that they almost yeah. have to set up that shot special. Right. You know? yeah. yeah, and that's that worked well for B.J. Novak. Yeah. You know, because he had stuff to do early on, but he was definitely in the background for a yeah. while. Yeah. And then only after this season does he go off. And do I also what he didn't does. realize he was uh, one of the most, like, the more brilliant minds behind the show, mm-hmm. overarching, like, yeah. like writing wise, overarching. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is 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 funny because he looks he plays his character to be sort yeah. of an unlikable a bit of a d bag kind of yeah. guy. Well, it's the same thing with Kelly and, yeah. and oh, yeah, Mindy yeah. Kaling, I yeah. think, and that that always kind of struck me funny that yeah they're the ones that wrote and and Toby and Paul yeah. Bender, uh, you know Paul, Paul Lieberstein, yeah, who's terrible, who's the, not even a part of our family, <laughs> right? <you know? laughs> so. And he wrote that line, or yeah. he was he, yeah. he wrote something like that. I should go back and analyze all the all the episodes that he wrote. And the shit that Toby gets. How much Toby abuse there is. How much Toby abuse. And he's like, wow. Yeah. This is a self-hating character. Yeah. Yeah. The writer's not going to help him out. No. And they, uh, you know, and and that's the thing is with those people focused on writing the show, we also had them in the cast. You talked about how stretched the fake documentary crew must have been Mm -hmm. to go between here and Stanford. (laughs) And our literal actual crew. Is yeah. spread thin enough that writers are in this cast, yeah. you know? Yeah. Right. Phyllis was like a casting director or well, something. Yeah, is now yeah. in the show. Yeah, you know? she's I perfect. Mean, what was Oscar? He he was. Was he something Oscar as well? I, I don't even know. I I, I, think I thought he was, he was something else. I thought he was just a comedian. Maybe that's yeah. what it was. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember. I'm not sure though. A lot of times, like the history of The Office has been misconstrued over the years. And so I'm like, oh, yeah, I heard that that was a thing. And I go back and look. I'm like, that's not even close. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just because, you know, when you're, you're like, oh, yeah, Phyllis, you know, she did that originally. And all these guys were writers. And then they're like, oh, yeah, and Oscar did this and Angela did that. And you're like, oh, wow. And then you look and you're like, oh, no, they actually just they were actors. Yes. Yeah. 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 They, they uh, you know, but, but that's the thing, too, is, is I think in Hollywood, there are people that oftentimes get involved in multiple roles. Mm-hmm. Because they're not all going to blow up as a star. So maybe right. you act some, but you're also behind the scenes in other mm-hmm. roles. You're, yeah. you're acting, you're also writing. I mean, I think that's sort of part of the culture out there. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. sure. Yeah. Doing multiple things is what yeah. makes you hireable. Yeah. Could, yeah. And you need to work. You yeah. know? I mean, yeah. that's the big thing. And Pit, it's, you could be pitching yeah. or yeah. You know, whoever. Like. But it's, it's not, it doesn't seem like a, an industry or a world where, you, where it's, it, a lot of people get in on that one thing. Obviously, we talk about people going out there for their dream, and it doesn't always work out. But right. you still got to work. Yeah, so, and, sure. and, yeah. and that's the cool thing about uh, uh, creative pursuits is oftentimes they can bleed from one part of the creative area to another. You know, mm-hmm. like, you know, you, what I listed off credits, uh, six or seven credits when we, we introduced you to the top of the show. Because as someone right. who is a performer, you're also a writer. Mm-hmm. You're also a producer. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, and that, uh, that happens. Yeah, so, but not at Dunder Mifflin, where you just <laughs> no. s- sell paper. You're just assistant regional manager, unless you try to bully your way to the top. Yeah, and for as loyal as as Dwight is, we talk about that. Uh, the minute he has the power, I love how he immediately instills <laughs> assistant to the regional manager. Yeah. God, he flips yeah. so well on that. Oh man. yeah, he just goes real vicious real quick. Like, <laughs> when I'm ready, Mike. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and then a breath. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ten seconds later. All right, let's do this. Yeah. I, I almost wish that one had lasted a little bit longer because part of that to me felt like it was still um, acquiescing Dwight, you know? Yeah. Like he was like, okay, I, I got to do it quick, like my, my Michael said. You know? <laughs> I, just, I just love how, how uh, every other second from Michael was him being like, yeah, I really got Dwight to being like, wow. What a fucking piece of shit, Dwight! Is. <laughs> yes, like yeah. being so offended to having all the power. Like every other second was was the best thing in his face to watch. Like, mm-hmm. what an experience! What a life to live! Like that, an experience to have. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, to get to screw with somebody just like that, and just keep milking it, and milking <laughs> it, and milking it, and just looking at a camera that happens to be filming yeah. you at the time. Yeah, <laughs> like, like yeah, I'm I'm badass. Just check this out, and I love it. The thing that pushes him over the edge. The Sebring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that is my car. <laughs> that is my car. <laughs> Such a Steve Carell. He could do that. Uh-uh. 
and, and you can see it starting to break down. Like it, because I don't. I, he has the moments where he's being. He tells Dwight that Dwight's going to be the new boss, and he has those moments where you can see he's still plotting and scheming. <laughs> yeah. But every time Dwight does one of those little things, <laughs> right. like the in a minute, Mike, or yeah, yeah. or no, like when he's uh, when, when he's Mike. moving the toys, he's like packing. He's packing his stuff up for him. <laughs> yeah. just, yeah. I mean, Which is so I just good. said he's packing his stuff for him. <laughs> And then they show Michael. <laughs> just the like. I think he almost blew right then. Yeah, it's it's he's starting yeah. to wear down. He, he looked know? a little. He, dis- he looked disturbed. Yeah. Like he was about to kill him. Or, or, or I like think when he wanted to give him like a whole day, and then he just couldn't do it. Because <laughs> <He's like, laughs> he was like, cause he was getting the exact reaction he wanted. But every but like you said, every time Dwight was reacting the way he wanted, he was more offended by exactly. it. Yep. Yeah. Like, how far can I take this? Like the um. Uh, okay. Well, I don't know if you think I should do it. And then Steve looks away from the camera, and he have he has that moment where he's just. <laughs> He's so upset. <laughs> He's like, well, you know, it's almost like he gives him an out. Yeah. He gives him an out, and mm-hmm. he doesn't take it. No, <laughs> not at all. Mm-hmm. Like, all right. Of course, he, of course he didn't. He wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's going to be in charge, except for the women. Angela's mm-hmm. going to be in charge of the women. <laughs> that's such a weird scene. And that, too, yeah. That, the, the Those fact two that... with their meetings in this, are, that's another sort of underrated. It's, it's very yeah. Game of Thrones. It's, well, <laughs> like how they don't. They don't look at each other i mean obviously they never look at each other when they talk to each other yeah. but like they're looking at the wall like just opposite but that's that, down and the way he turns on her too like you know yeah. like oh yeah she's not oh yeah 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 exactly rule, you know? yeah yeah uh, that's how he consolidated power in ancient rome yeah <laughs> he gives her um uh scraps gives her the women the the, 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 the some consolation you know yeah <laughs> it's interesting guy that dwight yeah <laughs> i think that's why the first watching this the first time through, I was such a Jim and Pam oh, fan yeah. and not a Dwight fan. I yeah. just couldn't; it just didn't hit me yet yeah. until I saw the whole story. Like, because mm. he he felt like the antagonist to me. Well, yeah. and I think him and Michael both. You know, like even for us to have, we've talked so much over the past thirty episodes about the good qualities of Michael, often beneath the surface. You know, um, and. I think that too is something that comes from seeing it multiple times because that first time through, he may rub you the wrong way the whole ride. You know, Dwight may weird you out the whole time. It's like getting to know a person basically like the things, the first things you see it, it's that you have a, over time you have different um, reactions Sure, because you know them that much better and you've analyzed them and Hey, maybe you started a podcast about it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, but, but it is, I mean, the second time through you catch the the nuances of Steve Carell's performance and you see those, those, those more tender moments of Michael and you you may recognize them for more of what they are. Mm -hmm. Um, the, the end of Halloween is a, is a perfect one with Michael Mm -hmm. and the kids Mm -hmm. and spilling the candy and he's immediately shoving some (laughs) in all their bags and you take some and you take, he wants the kids to be happy and have candy, you know, and, but that's. Just such a brief moment in an episode where he's just such a dumbass the whole time. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It kind of uh, hampers that just somewhat. Yeah. But in this one, how he just goes from he does a complete 180 when Dwight's first telling him about going to the dentist, mm-hmm. and he's just like, oh, oh, ouchie, you yeah. know, like he's just, oh, okay, well, no problem. Have a good day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ouchie to the dentist. He he says yeah. like me 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 for the popcorn or whatever he says. Yeah. yeah. He, he's he's. <sighs> Yeah, he's he's goofy, silly, playful, Michael. He is, yeah, yeah. turns around on him, you know? Yeah, yes, please. Yeah, and yeah, we haven't got yeah. to mention that, yeah, nobody likes to eat popcorn on a Monday morning. <laughs> yeah. <but laughs> most people really don't do that. She just has those bags on the tray, and Michael's the only one that has. <laughs> and you can tell. like, oh. Okay. Uh, you, I, I almost felt like she knew person. that that was going to happen, <laughs> and Michael made her pop six bags. <laughs> you know what, probably. Because you know. she probably the first time popped one bag, and he was like, no. You're not gonna make any for everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, oh. So then every week she's making six every time bags. They have to throw it in the budget. It's yeah. literally that like popcorn money for movie Monday. <laughs> That's one of those things. Like there's that one episode where you see the cleaning crew vacuuming the spider webs. Oh I, yeah. I wish we could see the cleaning crew going, Well, how come every Monday they throw away so much popcorn? <laughs> <laughs> And why under this one chair is there so much crumb, popcorn yeah. crumb? Yeah. Take a guess. Why does he not eat the other six bags? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why my, my cleaning guy looks like an Italian grocer. <laughs> you know, like, I, I don't know what that was. But it's just in your imagination. Yeah. Man. Uh, no, and then the, the, what was the other thing? I don't want to forget in the opening how – oh, what is it? Um, 
yeah, she's sitting there the whole time. She has to sit down with mm-hmm. the tray on her. She doesn't oh, yeah. actually get to do anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because yeah. I think when they're showing in the middle of the movie, she still has it on yeah. her knees, just in case anybody needs it. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, that's like uh, we'll see at the end of the season. There's a moment where she will 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 have to, uh, you know. Why? Oh, why should I notes. have fun at Beach Day? You know, right, like, right, yeah. like she always gets the 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 yeah. crap work because of who she is in the yes. her role in the office. <laughs> of course, I'm. So. Yeah. But later she'll be straight up corrupt and she'll get to uh, to be uh, office administrator. That's oh true. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's true. But I, all uh, that power. Yeah. <laughs> but Thanks, no, Darryl. and I love Kevin in that scene too because I lo- I love his uh, uh, yeah, synopsis. You know, you. he got hurt, but coach made him play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Lance gets sacked and he's out for the rest of the year. Uh, and I'm sitting there like, yep, yep, that's what happened. Yeah. I like that movie. <laughs> and and so Kevin gets to do the 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 recital or whatever, and and he makes Dwight get the window. Um, like we talked about, and I love how you mm-hmm. catch the glimpse of Jan, Jan walking, walking up. Yeah, that's yes. such a neat scene, the way they filmed that. Good timing on their part to get right over there. Yeah. yeah. Capture that moment right then. Mm-hmm. I, then <laughs> I, would, I would love to be, like, just one of the producers on that documentary of just being like, because you know they're in constant contact. They're like, right. hey, just so you know, this is happening, this is happening. Mm-hmm. And just being like, hey, just so you know, we just cut Jan coming up. <laughs> I love the fact they used that scene to that overwrought John Voight mm-hmm. as a Texas high school coach just <laughs> breaking oh, yeah. down as a person. <laughs> yeah. Good job, Paul. <laughs> that's, that's, that's such a funny movie, too, because it is such an interesting movie to show. Because there, there is yeah. sort of like – you could see it being a team-building thing. Like you could see where yeah, Michael right. really was like <laughs> – Let's oh, do a 10-minute discussion afterwards. This or, is a good one. <laughs> yeah. you know? So what do you think? What do you think? What do you think the whipped cream bikini signifies? Yeah, <laughs> or symbolizes. I what, don't know. Does he watch that scene, or does he know that that's should have uh, shown that scene improper? You know. Yeah. Does he? Yeah. Is is that Dunder Mifflin uh, friendly? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it, it, it makes them catch up on their productivity. Mm-hmm. You know, not magically because they, oh, they, they, they have, have to. They have to. They work harder. And that's one of those things. So I I feel like. I think all of us have been at one point or another in an argument with somebody or a discussion where we're, it's a bit of a um, con- conflict kind of discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my thought was with a, a, a girlfriend or something, and mm-hmm. I could see it being with parents, with friends, with coworkers, where you're, you're disagreeing about something, and as you're talking about it, you realize where you are wrong. And you're still in the discussion, and it's falling apart as it goes. And you, you you have one of two options. You can either stop and say, okay, no, no, I see where your side is. You're right. I'm sorry, which right. is the mature way that I feel like does not happen most of the time. <laughs> no. The other time is we try to save a little face yeah. and get through the argument. You know, It's why we hear about things like gaslighting, because people try to win an argument any way they can, even changing mm-hmm. the facts. Yeah. And I think like Michael Trolling had that too. moment there where he realized, okay, there's no way this is the right answer. But it is the answer. It is exactly <laughs> the answer. <laughs> they have to work harder because of the time they miss doing the thing you're yelling at me not to do. <laughs> you know. And he can be nonchalant about it because of their interesting history as oh. well. That's one thing. You, yeah. I always kind of have to remember that. Like, oh yeah, they. You know, she. He basically saved her job. Mm-hmm. And yeah. as much as she hates him for getting with his realtor. Oh, you know, right, she, yeah. She does kind of owe him that. Well, and I love this because we only have seen Jan. We saw Jan in very work or disciplinary modes. She shows up in episode one, and I'm talking about since Casino Night. Mm-hmm. So right. Casino Night, Carol shows oh. up. Carol gets chosen. Uh, we see hunt. Jan storm out. Uh, the or leave, leave the bag in the back seat. Yep. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we see her in Gay Witch Hunt, and of course she's dealing with the Oscar <laughs> incident, so she can only chide Michael. Yeah. We see her at the convention. Uh, oh, in, yeah, in yeah. Philadelphia because kind of be, but yeah. she's in sales mode, you know? Uh-huh. Here's the first time that we really get a little bit of closure on what happened because Dwight has to tell us that she's been problematic ever since the Carol incident. Bitching mm-hmm. out. And it sort of does add a little bit of context because she is cold to him in Philadelphia, yeah, you know? Yeah, and, and obviously, you know, she I, was pissed and scranton. But Hilton, he had to follow his heart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love... I love Dwight's so, I mean, of course, Dwight's the only one who would say that. Yeah. And then he ends up trying to take his job. Yeah. Well, and, and we see that that's more of that. We, he's defending him while he's ready to usurp him, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. He, he's, he wants to be loyal until he has a better opportunity in place. And then, he, and then he convinces himself, talk, at least he says, yeah, talking to Jan, like, no, I think Michael would want me to do it. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By that point, it's Michael just, would want this. Yeah. <laughs> he'd want it. It's really it's whatever's best for the branch. Yeah. <laughs> 
And, and, and I don't know. I, Jan, it, the whole thing about where this is going to go with Michael and Jan even makes this that much more interesting. <laughs> yeah. Because she really, truly just can't stand Michael at this point. Yeah. He's I ne- love it. This has yeah. been nothing but episode after episode of episode of him doing work stuff that she hates, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with the exception of the hammer mill contract. That, you yes. Know? But, yeah. Well, but, mean, she underestimated him. Yeah. Well, maybe next time she'll <laughs> yeah. estimate him. Maybe you know? we'll find out. But so, and, and for, for, for everything that uh, her showing up at the top of this episode sets in motion, of course, is great. You yeah, know? it is. It but, is. It's interesting how I had a random th- thought that, uh, now that Jim's gone, so switching over to Pam for a second. Yeah. Now her and Kelly are kind of a thing for a couple episodes. Oh, God. They kind of make them... You know, you talk oh, about... that's true. We, you know? We talked about language and sound and volume and stuff and, and the theater aspects there. When Pam tells her that the stuff arrived and you hear her through the phone uh-huh. having oh. a little chattering noise, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's a great one. And they turn the volume just right up mm-hmm. just so you can just hear yeah. it. Yeah. You, you know what's happening. It's not too loud. Fashion yeah. show, fashion show, fashion, fashion show, show at lunch. lunch. <laughs> 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 Which I have thought about in, in completely inappropriate times, <laughs> like at work and stuff. You know? <laughs> well, you know. you know, it's so damn catchy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know, you can't help Just. it. You can't, can't help but get caught up there sometimes, you know. Well, and Kelly, of course, after, you know, starting out like a completely different character, she is so Kelly by this point mm-hmm. in the show. They've, they've established oh, who yeah. she is. and. To have her playing off Pam talking about fashion is perfect. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And her yeah, her nice little riff on uh, Roy after him uh, yeah. spotting this third soda of the day. Yeah. Like, like your third soda. Yeah. Well, and that's a great moment, too, because we have the reintroduction of Roy again. We haven't really seen him since he talked about the DUI and yes. needing to get her back. And now he's charmed by her look. Mm-hmm. He's reintroduced into the cast. So we're like, okay, yeah. could there be a threat there? It's interesting, yeah, because like we said, there wasn't any Jim-Pam really interaction. It was all mm-hmm. Pam-Roy. We got Pam-Roy and Jim Karen. And Jim Karen. So, so they're really introducing that. So now they're going to set up those two yeah. little so, problem children of relationships. <laughs> yeah, and those will be th- th- storylines that run through the season. Yeah. So, yeah, I was trying yeah, to think. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. So sorry. <laughs> so sorry. Didn't mean to interrupt. I was trying to think of who was in that uh, at said fashion show. Yeah. In that scene, because it was like oh, her yeah. and it was Kelly and Phyllis and uh, yeah and, and the redhead. Meredith. Thank you. Meredith was the other person. Sick of staring I, at the I redhead. Had, I had a Creed moment. But yeah. she didn't say anything in that scene, did she? No, she was just sort of there, I think, as uh, to, to give it more of a, volume as a oh, fashion yeah. show. Yeah, okay. You yeah, know, yeah. I guess three is enough. It's butts in seats, man. You know. Butts and seats. <laughs> <laughs> it's all who we're trying to do. Kind of, you, know. you know, could we get, uh, who else could we get? Yeah. You know, you know Phyllis will go. Yeah, Phyllis loves, will go. Yeah. yeah. A- anything, yeah. You know, yeah. maybe, you know, although it would have been funny if, um, maybe in, he might have been there, I just missed him, but if Kelly had Ryan, it's like something she would make Ryan do. Yeah. Yeah. Come yeah. with me like later on or yeah. something. But he would, he would do it begrudgingly. Yeah, he exactly. Be happy he would just about be, it. sit there with his arm folded. Like, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and then what was the great Phyllis line when she when they were like, yeah, Dwight's the new manager. Oh, yeah. She says, you're kidding. No, you're, you're kidding. Yeah, you're kidding. I love that you're because kidding. you've got, you immediately get Phyllis, Angela, Stanley, and it's, you're kidding. Congratulations, Dwight. Yes. And then why, why Dwight? Dwight? <laughs> 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 and her just deadpan. Maybe I'll quit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Pam's broken Pam's, vacuum. Oh, you know, oh, maybe but before be that, the real, yeah, maybe it could be manager. <laughs> yeah. I love Pam. So I love just her. She doesn't give a damn anymore. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. How many managers? <laughs> there could have been. There were so many managers. There could have been a vacuum cleaner. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, mean, yeah. Creed was not. Off- <laughs> Creed made it, then who knows? Yeah. Body. I forget. Yeah. <laughs> That just kind of came ridiculous. Weird for lineage. A while. I was gonna say, yeah. For, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Joe, for <laughs> yeah, picking seniority. Yep. <laughs> Enjoy that. And then, the, yeah, we need a new manager. <laughs> 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 and my, I don't have my dust. I don't have my old uh, uh, what uh, vacuum cleaner anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, good stuff. All right. Any other uh, scenes you guys want to mention? Anything uh, we've missed so far? I just think as, if we're wrapping up, of. we got to wrap up with a good hug it out, bitch. Hug it out, bitch. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, good. Yes. Yeah, the way that that. Thank you. The way that he gets Dwight into such a position of weakness. Dwight's yeah. crying on the floor. He's thinking, how can I trust you? You can't. Groveling. I have excellent sales. <laughs> yeah. Sales I, I, yeah. Yeah. Not good the, enough. Huh? The sea breeze is cool. The sea breeze is cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah. he knew where he went too he's far. He's just trying to get back. He's like, please, 
<laughs> like you're stupid. Like get back. Yeah. Talk about the sea ring. You'll believe me. I know yeah, it. Sea ring. You didn't know what to do. The way Michael throws in the "I made it up" because you know the, that there's that moment yeah. where Dwight isn't sure exactly what's happening. You know? Yeah. Like, it's all yeah just when ending. he's like, he's like, Jan called me, told me what you did. Yeah. And then he's like, okay, but yeah. <laughs> like, I thought he's yeah. like, I made. Uh-huh. It. Yeah. <laughs> I made the whole thing up, uh-huh. and we get to see the uh, the, and it's a true tragedy for Angela in the background and mm-hmm. seeing her. Oh yeah. You know, it's sort of a Shakespearean, like a crumbling moment on her face. She sees her warrior collapsing. You know, my fault. You know, like she she owed Dwight after that day. I'm sorry. Sure, yeah. (laughs) She really owed him after that. I I do love that. Like they're screaming. Like Dwight's yelling, like crying, and and Michael's just yelling at him. And then it just gives you a shot of like Stanley. It's just like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, he looks up like, yeah, this is every day. I don't think, yeah, he's hardly yeah. phased at he's all. He's like, ah, okay. Where Another everybody else day is here. Just, yeah, yeah, everybody else's face is like, <gasps> no one, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're all stone faced outside, and Michael's loving every minute of it until they do have the embrace at the end. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be to be like Meredith and go home, and I, I uh, to, to to think of her <laughs> telling the story of what happened today. So I guess my boss made up that. Our assistant manager was the boss. Yeah. <laughs> I I love that you use Meredith as the the example out of everyone in the office because I was thinking like, who is she telling this to? Yeah, yeah that's son? true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I mean, booze. She's she telling it to yeah. booze. <laughs> yeah. I guess you could do that with Toby too because he, he's yeah, divorced. Yeah, like, yeah. Part of his own family. Like, little Sasha. I was like, but like Kevin, I think is Kevin. He still he's engaged? still engaged. Yeah. Okay. He'd so go he home could and tell Stacy. Stacy and a stepdaughter. That was just another brick in the. Michael said that Dwight was the boss. Buddy wasn't really the boss. Buddy wasn't the boss. <laughs> and then Dwight was crying on the ground. And then they hugged it out, bitch. They hugged it out, bitch. <laughs> they did hug it and out, And then they bitch. had cookies. Which, yeah. which, and I love when episodes have that bookend effect, but this is really such an entourage way you yeah. know, to say it's going to be okay. And then, and then the... And that's uh, what men do. Yeah. Okay, that's I what love, men do. I love that. <laughs> that's, that's his... But Manhattan is the other name. Right. For this right. episode, where he, to tell us that that's across the globe, what men, men do. do. He's like giving us life lessons. <laughs> that is what men do. Okay. I mean, this is obvious. Everyone knows it. Yeah. it. It worked out. And then the little oh, the wonderful scene of them just sitting together watching the movie, eating popcorn. Yep. That was the weirdest thing I'd ever seen. Do you have you ever been you ever been in a situation where someone has a real uh, d- tough emotional moment? They've been crying about yeah. something. Maybe it was you. Maybe it was a, a someone else you were with and afterwards you, you sort of divert Let, what do you want to do yeah yeah, yeah. you want to sit down you want to eat a go get a sandwich you want to watch some tv <laughs> right. Let's, what can we do to make this a little better so i almost feel like that was that kind of thing like can we watch some varsity blues you yeah know? it's like they're going to mcdonald's moment yeah. like, you'll feel better yeah, yeah you feel better okay <laughs> but that leads into one of my favorite false and that's almost false ending yeah and then well Turns out I was still I was a little angry. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I felt like he had to. Have, I, he wasn't punished enough yet. And and isn't in the like in the next episode it turns out or later on like it turns out that Dwight was doing his laundry. Well, that's the last no. thing he says is I was gonna. Ma- I made him do my laundry oh, okay. for a year. Oh, he, yeah, he did. Yeah, that's that the first mention. Yeah. yeah, it's the first mention. Because I just remember when he was like, "I'll do your laundry like, for do- for a week, a, a <laughs> month, a year." He's like, I, I, I have a washing machine. machine. <laughs> <laughs> I have a washing machine. And and that of course is is the episode where we see Dwight doing his laundry is the one with Andy, oh, where okay. Andy's trying to trying like to he's Dwight, trying to point. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah, a, that's the the usurper becomes insane. Yeah, yeah, that's a great, yeah, that's that's a great right. word. Yeah, <laughs> and then just Dwight on the on the pe- uh, stack of paper boxes with the lines. Yeah. <laughs> <Sign. laughs> even the way they wrote the word was just perfect. <laughs> but it's just hanging on so, like a piece of rope or something. Like uh-huh. he looks like he's in like a. a <laughs> damn it! What was? <laughs> He looks like Blair Witch. Blair Witch Project. Yeah, he, yeah. he looks uh, like he's like standing. He should be standing next to the door, to the wall. I, and Dwight is the only person that would take a punishment like that and fully embrace it. Like because yeah. he, he was sells just like, it. I am a liar. <laughs> head, I know. Head what down. I yeah. Head down. <laughs> 
all day, fully accepting his penance. <laughs> and then just behind him, Michael, just watching it happen. Feet on the desk, on the sipping his coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Looks like he's in Wall Street or something. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. like, got it made. You know? yeah. That's right. He's learning a lesson there. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I, told, I, I won this episode. And also, that, like, Dwight, like, I just love also the position they put him in. in the Like, if you look at the geographical, like, setup of the office, like, oh, yeah. the only people Dwight's really looking at is the accounting <laughs> Yeah, like right. everyone else is on yeah. the other side. Yeah, mm-hmm. Ryan's just looking down, like he's just yeah. like, yeah. and he's just standing with a liar side. Yeah. Which means he's more or less staring right at Angela. Yeah, exactly. Which is which is even more upsetting for Dwight, but no one else has any idea. Like, yeah, Michael uh, had no idea. Uh huh. She really gets him into shit. Yeah. Several, I mean, oh, the next yeah. time is 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 catastrophic. Now that I think yeah. about it, mm-hmm. he loves that woman. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was thinking too about how, like, we talked last last week about how there was the unused subplot they were talking about where she was going to be pregnant. Oh, yeah. And this is a very strong emotional episode for yeah, her. Which, right. if they wanted mm-hmm. to keep her pregnant, this could have been something that was very, almost sort of hormonal. This you could know? have raised, the, raised mm. the stakes even more on that. Yeah. So. I mean, that could have been an interesting, I don't, I'm glad, I'm kind of glad they didn't follow through on that. Yeah. But it would have been interesting. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Know, but it was just probably too early. Yeah. Yeah. And they probably, eh, who knows. But I uh, and I, and I'm glad they didn't because I think that that was not something they needed to do the here. But no, it was oh, uh, yeah, not not yeah. not needed. No, no, no. no. The, the the crushing defeat is enough. Yeah, mm-hmm. I yeah. think for for that couple. Yeah, but ultimately, I would say I like this episode a lot because I think yeah. it is like the beginning of more than just a one liner here and there. Mm-hmm. The show becoming more over the top cartoonish to the point where you're like but believable still which right. is what's interesting you're like okay yeah. yeah now that you guys have given us two years to learn these characters mm-hmm. and who these pe- 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 how they are as people and now we can believe all this crazy shit they're doing mm-hmm. yeah you gave them a more solid foundation yeah. to start you kind of have to do it that way yeah they, they were very yeah. like subtle and all that kind of stuff before mm-hmm. and now they're just real crazy because i mean you would mm-hmm. get lines like Oh, like the one last time, like a couple times ago when I was on the show and they did the drug test and he was mm-hmm. like, you were the guy with the, like the green pea thing. Oh, yeah. Like, like, yeah. You know, and it's like, and you're like, okay, this is really out there and weird. Uh-huh. But now we're like seeing that stuff happening now. We're like seeing the weird lines they say in action. Yeah. Which I really like. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to happen. It's gonna keep getting more like that. Exactly. Oh yeah. God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, and, and then so and then they do eventually pass through the. I don't want to say jump the shark, but. Past, but, you know, you they, know, they definitely uh, ride the shark. You, you, go, you yeah. go as far they as you last, can. They're on top of the shark with a lasso. It happens, uh, to, it happens yeah. to every. It happens to every show pretty much because yeah. it's just natural. Yeah, it's. That's. I don't know. I think it's. It's almost sort of the curse of, of doing episodic television. Is it's. Yeah. It's it, hard to keep things going forever. It has you know? to change. It so. has to change in a way, and yeah. it's never going to be the same thing. You know. You know. Which is why it's it's great to see a lot of uh, uh, creative people putting out limited runs of things on purpose, oh, yeah. being very set and defined in the, in the the length. So and yeah, more power to them. You know, I know I know it can be hard to to um, put an end an end on something that you would love to last and be fruitful forever. I know but, Breaking Bad you know. Breaking Bad fans haven't gotten over it yet. Yeah, oh, yeah. they are so I, well, and that's that means you did it right. Yeah, yeah. If exactly. your fans are mad that you didn't make another season, you did it right. Exactly. Yeah. We yeah. just didn't stay on long enough so you could hate our show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or not, you know, not like but it as much. But if we had done one more, mm-hmm. I mean, probably yeah. would have hated it. Yeah. <laughs> not, not a lot of Seinfeld fans got through that finale and said one more. You know, like yeah. you know, there's, uh, there's, there's I was one of the few. I still could have. I just knew. I knew that that. That, that, that was a weird was such one. A, it was such a one-off. Yeah. Like they they tried and they didn't make it. But, yeah. You know, I don't know. It was a cool episode for what it's it was. A t- it's a I, don't, sh- I don't hate that. It's a tough but... show to end. Anyway, yeah. check out our new podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. We break down every episode <laughs> of Seinfeld. The Seinfeld Files. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> no, we're not. We're not. No. <laughs> I've already made it very clear. If I ever do another one of these, it's going to be Thirty Rocks. So. <laughs> right. Ooh, that would. Hey, I don't know why we don't just have a whole TV section. We just get. We're getting there. All right, we might as well. Created the genre, right? Brian, I, you got any trivia for us? I got a little bit of trivia. All right, this episode was so good, I just could not do it. Um, couldn't not. Couldn't not. Um, what article of clothing at Ann Taylor does Dwight Schrute know Jan likes? Ann Taylor's the earrings. Yep. Oh yeah. Okay. Got All right. All I could think about was him creepily saying Teddy at yeah. the end of that list. <laughs> Camisole. Yeah. Camisole. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number two. Oh. Oh, what kind of gun was Jim using in Call of Duty? Sniper. Sniper. Yeah, you can't use that in Carrington. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I should have looked up Carrington, see if that's really the name of the stage or whatever. That's how I always hear it in that episode. But you should, yeah. Come, come, 
Call of Duty stages. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably threads about that online of people yeah. talking about that, I'm sure. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, that stage sucks. There'll be a Reddit thread. Yeah, yeah. right. All right, last one. Uh, how many times did Michael make The Office Watch that episode of Entourage? Six. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Ding. Yeah. yeah. Yep. A good one. Ah, uh, good one. All right, Landry. Anything coming up? Uh, this is going to come out on Wednesday. So, anything coming up um, you want to push? I pro- probably, yeah, yeah, probably so. Mm. Um, I don't know. Actually, I'm I'm out of town a lot. Um, I'm out of town. Nobody of town. listening okay. that's going to care about all that. <laughs> um, uh, other than that, you know, we have, you know, I don't know. I have stuff coming out and doing stuff a lot. Landry Miller on there. Facebook. You might, <laughs> yeah, you might you Instagram. Yeah, That's yeah. really the best way to do Keep it. Keep up with you that way. Yeah. So you're always, you're always yeah. advertising stuff when you got it going. And, and if they're out of town, they should come see you in whatever town if they happen to be where you sure. are. Sure. I guess. Cool. Yeah. Please right. do. Find a town, guys. Look for Landry Miller there. Do it. Oh, uh, actually, you know what? I, I do have something to plug. Uh, my album, my comedy album, Not a Podcast, is um, out. Yeah, it's on, yeah, awesome. it's on Spotify, Spotify, it's on iTunes, Google Sweet. Music, yeah, all that kind of stuff. So awesome! Not a podcast, it's not a podcast. Is what's called. Looking it up so, right now. Yeah, and as long as I've known you, you've always had new stuff coming down the pipe. So people just keep an eye on you. Look for new yeah. projects. Yeah, look for I do new stuff. More stand up. We can yeah. catch you at the Looney Bin Comedy Club semi regularly. Yeah, we yeah, keep, I'm uh, there a lot. We keep putting you on that stage. <laughs> yeah, so. for some reason. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the audience, yeah, we had a bit of a, a fiasco idea. this last week, but you know. Yeah. Oh, that sounds fun. That was a fun one, actually. <laughs> as long as it was a fun fiasco. It was fun to watch me just be out of breath for five for four minutes. Yeah, <laughs> and being like, "All right, what do, what do I know? Do I, do I can I remember any jokes when I have no oxygen in my brain?" It was the first time I've ever said in coming to the stage, said someone's name, and then they were not there, <laughs> and just not nowhere to be found. Like, oh. And then you just heard a giant clattering in the back as I sprinted across the, uh-huh. the theater. You made surprise. Surprisingly like, good time for being on another so. side. It's, of like yeah. opening, it's like you're opening music. I had to go through two doors. So, you yeah. know. Two, two doors. Two yeah, separate right. doors, yeah. Nice. One of them was yeah. a double door, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> hopefully, yeah. hopefully you had the same momentum like Dwight did when he was running in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, was, I, I was just getting myself hyped up. Right. Uh, boom, and then boom, I was going to breathe really heavy into the yeah. phone. <laughs> <laughs> You'll come back Dwight soon and do another one with us? Yeah, why please not? Please do, please do, please yeah. do. All right, cool. Well, thanks so much for being on. Yeah, uh, I enjoyed thank it. Thank you, sir. It was awesome. Brian, thank um, you. Thank you, man. Good times. Do it again next week? Of course. Good, <laughs> because next week we're saying goodbye to an old friend. Oh, boy. Jesus. You do that one every week? <laughs>